Hello and welcome to another edition of the Culture Hour. My name is Shelley Smith and I'm your founder and your hostess. And I am always so honored and thrilled to be here with you today. You know, the topics over the world are, it's just crazy on the daily, especially here in the US if you're following us right now. There are so many things going on way above and beyond even COVID-19. So today we're gonna have a little bit of a twist with the excitement of the guests that we have on today. So remember, culture starts with you. And today we are gonna to talk to Daniel Chan. And I'm honored for Daniel to be on here today. He's actually a Silicon Valley thought leader. And he's had a lot of different experiences, including uh, being a, a very well-renowned magician who comes to events. And today we're gonna to talk about, yep, we're still talking about workplace culture, but we're gonna do it with a twist. And Dan is going to even give us a demo, and I'm going to talk through it as well for those of you who are not watching. But enough about that. Dan, what, what is, before we kind of get into your presentation and our conversation today, what is maybe uh, something interesting, additional that you would like to maybe give a little bit of bra uh, background and street cred to yourself to let the, uh, the viewers and the listeners know who you are? Yeah, I am a proud father, so you'll hear my kids running around in the back. Yay. <laughs> that is part of company culture when you are working. You bring your kids and family in on it, and hopefully they won't um, crash too much, but you will hear them running back. That's my daughter in the background. But uh, I just did an event. I think it was 300 plus people, and they brought in, it was for Turbonomics. Mm -hmm. I did this customized event. I learned about the company culture, and I really did a new presentation for them. In fact, I kind of had a safe place to fail because even when I'm doing new things, I'm challenging myself and I'm pushing myself to the limits. But it's important that when we allow our people on our team, we have to train them correctly. And then we have to allow them to, you know, hopefully we'll train them so well that they don't have to make mistakes. But when they do make mistakes, we keep them on our team. So they're valuable because they've learned from those mistakes and we treat people like individuals. And that's a hard lesson for me, especially in the beginning when you're so goal oriented and focused on what you want to do and what, what's in it for you, you forget about your client and your customers. So your customers want you to connect with them. And that's, that's kind of what my job is. My job is a company brand ambassador on behalf of the company. I'm thanking them for their staff working so hard. I'm giving them a special treat. Yeah, I, I love that. I tell you, um, for those of you who are viewing and again listening and are not familiar with you, Dan, uh, Dan actually reached out to me and um, uh, for an inquiry and I quickly obviously went on and looked him up and he had given some videos and some clips and, and you, you, you just articulated it really well in that companies bring you in to give thanks to the employees and the team members in a unique way, in a fun way, in an engaging way. And then the other part of the conversation that you and I just had before we hit record, you know, about trying and doing new things and what is it that we can bring to each and every um, situation in a different way. And you're even doing these amazing presentations now from a virtual stage and still giving thanks, which I absolutely love. As we continue our conversation today, I know that you have brought in or prepared a short uh, thing that you, you've done for years. Um, when you walk around, uh, probably used to in person, when you walk around tables and kind of 
talk to the groups individually to give thanks. So why don't we dive into the presentation that you have? And, and if you'll allow me, while you're showing and talking, take a, ta a, a pause in between and I'll let those that are not viewing, uh, I will describe what it is that you're doing. And hopefully we can allow the imagination to creep in uh, to what it is you're doing. So go, go ahead, why don't you uh, get started? Yeah, and of course, uh, you can go to Shelly's um, page on YouTube yep. and uh, check that out. Uh, Shelly, if you could spotlight me as well, that way when we uh, record that video, it actually stays on me because when you talk, it, the, it, the screen will jump to you. So yeah, you spotlight absolutely. me or film both of them at the same time, that yep. would work, but spotlight is always the best. And we've gone through this pivot in Zoom. We've, right when this happened, my whole business model changed. I lost close to eight thousand dollars in um in in bookings in that in one week for yeah. future, and that was just pretty devastating for us. So I've pivoted to Zoom, and I've been a part of company culture uh, and agents for change. So yeah, which I love. So here we go. So so just to start, so Dan has uh, two rubber bands in his in his hand. So go ahead, Dan. Yeah, uh, we have two rubber bands that are intersecting, and um, you are the true star of the company. And we thank them for all the hard work that they've done throughout the week and the years. Um, there's there's a lot of things today. They were talking, they were thanking people for the number of years they've been in service. So I, this is a superstar. So he took two two rubber bands simply in his hands, and now I see a cute little star. Go ahead. But what makes you a true star is who you are on the inside. The oh my gosh, I love that so much. It's a cute little star inside of all the stars with the same rubber bands. I'm sorry, I just think it's so cute I had to stop. Please go ahead, I don't wanna interrupt. And what you do day in and day out molds you into a super star. Oh my gosh, and then finally the two original rubber bands goes into the singular piece. Well, my mind is riveting with all kinds of workplace culture pieces of uh, little nuggets that you just talked about there. You know, I have to ask, how did you come up with the original presentation? And what is it that you understand now how that has so much relative space of not just rewarding and giving praise to team members when a company is asking you to come in, but the deeper meaning behind all three of those phases you took those rubber bands through. Yeah, I, sometimes when you see something the first time, you don't realize what you're getting into. And I saw this from a, a gentleman I was mentoring and I've seen it done with other people, but when I saw him perform it, it the guy's name was some, uh, he hired me for coaching and mentoring and I mentor a lot of people and he hired me to mentor him. So um, uh, I saw him perform it and it was that in the back of my mind. And then I said, hey, this is something very powerful. So not only did I learn it, I taught it the, that and the entire presentation to my son. So we crafted this message because he who tells the best story in life wins. So we are always telling a story. So we want to tell stories that are positive. Um, and I think I'm a part, part of this thing called civic dinners. And this just popped in my inbox. That's so relevant that they're talking about definition of an ally. And there's just so much that is on the civic dinners um, email list. So you guys uh, should check out civic dinners um, with Jen at civic dinners. Uh, that, that, that's something that just popped in my inbox and maybe we can discuss some of those things uh, throughout the conversation. 
Right. No, it sounds good. No, please do. Tell me a little bit more about that. What, what is it? And what are the nuggets that you're getting inside of that? Yeah. Uh, well, there's something that's that I think I was at fault of avoid sharing content, which is traumatic mm. on number five that just popped in my email. I, I, I was just myself. I, I did that because that was done out of fear because mm -hmm. we see so much in the news. Mm -hmm. So that to me was hitting hard, but they, there's 10 things. I don't know if I want to read all of them out, but if you get, you, they probably would, maybe I can repost this on my LinkedIn or something mm -hmm. so that everyone can see it. And each one is, um, I don't know if there's so powerful and you know, each one of these could be a, a half an hour podcast in themselves. Gotcha. Well, we'll definitely go back and check that out and, um, I'll look it up and try to post that link. So after you get done viewing the video and uh, reading it, then I'll be able to, um, you can click on the link for that. So Dan, let's go back to the things that you've learned. Um, when you and I were talking before we hit record, you said that there's, you've even had some aha moments recently um, with yourself personally. And then as you've been crafting and, and doing some additional presentation, what are some of those before thoughts and processes and where are you now as it relates to workplace culture and the, the importance? Yeah. So, um, we'll bring in another demonstration. My, my son's back there and he's going to join me right here just to help reach over the top and uh, show you another video demonstration. Okay. So, um, this is a, a transformation mechanism. This is James. Hello, and James. He's going to help out backstage. So, okay. Um, so, uh, James is going to hold on to the dollar bill right here. Okay. So what, what do you see here? I see a $2 bill that's got a, a slight hole cut in the middle with a little box. I can kind of, I can see through it. Okay. And the, the front or the back of the bill faces you? I see the back of the bill. Okay. Quite often people are, quite often people are holding on to their opinions and beliefs a little too tightly to see anything else. That's when you need a speaker, a mentor, a magician, to transform the way you see something. Even though James has never let go, mm -hmm. the front of the bill now faces you and the back Very faces me. Very cool, now, yeah. The lesson here is quite often, we are holding on to our opinions mm -hmm. and beliefs so tightly that we can't see anything else. And it really takes a special speaker to transform the way that we see things. It's, or that is something that will, that's worth sharing. And that's one of the presentations that I embed in my uh, customized presentations. Got you. I love that as well. How do you come up with, when, when a, um, a company leader calls you and says, hey, we wanna now you know, virtually bring you in, how do you go through and disseminate what the appropriate things are with the messaging that they're asking you to do through the presentations that you choose? Yeah, it's not, it, it's part of, partially it's what the client writes in the email. The more detailed they are, the more I know that they want to customize. If they just say, Hey, we want something, it's turnkey. I'm just going to pass it to someone else or, uh, you know, it's probably not the right fit for me because mm -hmm. I have filed 5,000 shows. You don't need um, a regular magician for certain events, if you want to transform culture. So it's about the amount of detail. This is just what someone sent me and I'll, get, I'll use some of it and I'm still getting better at this because uh, to be honest, I 
didn't go through all of these. This was a big learning experience. This is the list of the CEO. He's telling me uh, that Ben Nye is brilliant, driven, articulate, and passionate. Um, you know, like he, he had something saying turbo time. So they're writing out these emails that are detailed to me. And sometimes I'll be able to use that. Even if it's one thing in there, um, the, there's this, the envelope that we had this morning. I, I, I took that down, but we've, we've done something for these companies and we, we customize everything with a prediction. Mm -hmm. And whenever I have time, I'll try to integrate things. Sometimes it's just uh, improvisational, but with, when you have a lot of skills and when you have a clowning background, clowning teaches you how to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Clowning teaches you how to break down the barrier and that helps you not hide behind the trick because quite often I'm hiding. We're all, we all have these masks that we're putting on masks that people, we want people to see us as. Mm -hmm. Which is often what leaders do. And when we talk about transparency inside of workplace culture, especially um, I hate using, I continually finding myself now using the word, especially these things are always important they're relevant at any time. But when we talk about, I know when I've talked about transparency in the past, to your point, it is being um, authentic and owning up to what it is that you do know, what it is you don't know, and allowing others to share in the leadership, the responsibility, you're crafting the agility, the ideation in order to come up with a better solution. I, I want to come back to something that you just showed. Um, you showed a list of responses that, if I understood correctly, the CEO had given you pointing out some awards and recognition um, statements for some of their team members. Is that correct? Uh, it wasn't the CEO, but it was the person who was my point of contact. He gave okay. me uh, information on the family and how they had parents and kids. They had um, a list of things that I could have pulled on. Unfortunately, I didn't with so much in my calendar, mm -hmm. I didn't integrate enough of that. No, but my, my question yeah. inside of that is I wanted to point out to the listeners that every single team member should be able to give a list of things that their other team members are doing right inside of the workplace culture. So if you were asking for you, Dan, to come in and you said, hey, Shelly, can you give me some examples of things that you wanna make sure that I praise the team members on? You know, you're asking me to give a list of what they're doing right. And for me, it's that crafting of the culture playbook of what right looks like. And so I just wanted to point out that when you're going to bring somebody in to do uh, rewards and recognition, such as yourself, Dan, being able to articulate, you should be able to naturally be able to articulate all of the incredible things that your team members are doing all around you. And I just, again, because some, some of you are not watching this, you're listening to this. It was literally a list, even if it didn't come from the CEO, it was literally a list of people's names, like stories, point out events, things that they had done that the organization wanted to make sure that they were recognized for. And I just, I love that. And I just wanted to point out that it's so quick to be able to point out what people are doing wrong, we think, and where the errors are and where the gaps are, but it's not so easy and quick to point out all the amazing things. And that's kind of what I wanted to, to take away when you pulled up that piece of paper, what really resonated with me. And I want to make sure that those of you who are listening 
that if you're a journaler, you know, I, I ask you to journal a lot, but to write down those things that were right about the day and the team members that did that. So you can go back and point out in a reward and recognition standpoint. Are there some public? Yes, absolutely. How did you get into this and, and why the, uh, the different shifts? Let's, let's, yes. Let's go back in time. I don't you. want to talk too much about me. I've been on a lot of other podcasts you can look up that talks about my career. Mm -hmm. And I'll just let them go down that rabbit hole if they want to do that. Uh, and we can share some links, the most recent links. But that's sure. uh, what I've done in the past. Um, it's, it's a very interesting how we, um, how we interact with people and mm -hmm. how we give respect to those that we're in charge of and leader. You know, like with Simon, I'm sure all your listeners have heard Simon Sinek, yep. eaters, uh, leaders eat last, mm -hmm. and many of the other things that he talks Start about. Start with why and yep. So th those are some of the th things that we keep in mind. Um, and I don't want to rehash that, but that, those are some of the things that I've been making a conscious effort as myself wanting to be a thought leader. And you have to just say that you, that's who you are. It's kind of like um, what we say is very important. So there's one uh, event in my um, performance. I, I'm, I'm doing this prediction, but the, the script is the most important part of that. I say it's important to focus on your thought and your motivations. Your thoughts determine your actions. Your actions determine your habits. And, and your habits determine your destiny. So it's from that thought to the action to the habit to your destiny. And then I integrate a magic thing in it where the, it's like, oh, wow. But mm -hmm. that's that the core message is more important than the trick. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I'm curious, are there some common themes that you've seen over the last 60 days for you as you've transitioned into doing the virtual presentations that companies are asking you to give rewarding recognition to their teams? It's changing as we go along. Um, it, it, it just is, I'm very fluid. I have so much show experience. I have four and a half hours worth of stuff around me. I was mm -hmm. going to break in new things. And I'm just constantly working on new things so I can present new things to them in new lights and new ways. Because if we stay still, we can't improve. We can't push that to the next level. Mm -hmm. So with regards to it, a lot of times people say, hey, this is about our company. They'll tell me a little bit about the company and I'll learn about it. Even if it's not directly integrated, they can tell that I've done research into looking through their company culture. And I spread this as my company culture is it's a family business. My son mm -hmm. does everything that I can do and he does it even better because I've taught him the right way. He doesn't have all that, um, the baggage that I have. Mm -hmm. Everything that all my mistakes I figured it out and I passed it on to that because there's a, a, a gentleman, a great gentleman by the name of Dr. Miles Monroe, and he has these great leadership sermons out there. And it, he says, there's no true success without a successor. Mm -hmm. So true. Absolutely. You know, one of the things, again, that I'm, I'm pulling out of uh, the conversation is the importance of mentorship, the importance of creating and really embracing those around you who want to learn more. To your point, it happens to be your son. You know, inside of, of organizations, there are always people who want to learn more and be more and show up 
in order to do that and to pass it down. And that becomes your legacy as a leader. So when you, when you leave, you have obviously, um, let's see, Jim Collins says in good to great, you know, the five-star leader is a person who can leave and everything keeps going. And the four-star leader is great and loved when he or she is there and, and is inspiring. But as soon as they leave, everything falls apart. So obviously, we want to be the person who is transparent and transferred our knowledge and the inspiration and become that five-star leader. So Dan, just uh, in some final wrapping pieces today, you've given some great little nuggets of uh, things that you use as resources. So I wanted to find out, is there one more presentation that you want to do or their final thoughts around this? And then I want to put a wrap on why people should probably reach out because this is a very unique time that we're in, but I'll, I'll wait for that close. Is there another presentation or kind of some final thoughts? There's so much in my mind right now in terms of what to, to do. I actually think that um, I'll just leave it at that. Maybe afterwards, I'll show you a little bit in presentation-wise and perform for you. But um, I just wanted to say it's important to, um, let me just read, read it as a list of what I saw in the um, how to be an ally that I, just to give a call to action. Jen from Civic Dinner sent this to me this morning. Okay. I got on there. Um, says how to be an ally, Under one, understanding what optical allyship is. And then that's, um, and I'll, I'll share this email with you so you can share with the viewers okay. uh, and listeners. Um, check on your black friends, families, partners, loved ones, and colleagues. Um, be prepared to do the work. Uh, read up on anti-racist works. Avoid sharing content which is traumatic. Donate to funds and support initiatives. Don't center this narrative around yourself, which is something that's very hard for me to do because it's in order to become, you know, where I'm at, a lot of times you're focused on yourself. So we have to shift that perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, keep support after the outrage. Stop supporting organizations that promote hate and start your long-term strategy. So we have to always look at, look on the inside and, um, you know, focus on love. Uh, that is, this, this is great. You know, I have to tell everybody who is listening um, and viewing that uh, both Dan and I have come on today's show and, and pivots and there's so many emotions wrapped up into what's happening around us. And Dan, I just want to thank you for bringing in and making that your close. I think that is amazing. I love that so much. And please do send that over and I will put that in the post. Um, it takes one person at a time and then the multiplied and the positive contagions begin to happen. And you're right, we have to reflect on ourselves first and what are we giving back and how are we aligning and how are we being allies to your point. So I, I, I love that so much, so much. Um, so I, I'm going to put a, a wrap on today and I'm going to give you some resources to reach out to, Tan, to Dan. You know, one of the reasons why when Dana and I were in conversation before coming on today is I thought that many of you are struggling with how to manage and how to lean in your virtual workspace, whether you were telecommuting before, allowing for flex scheduling, almost all of you have now gone remote in one way, shape or form, or your manager is remote and you're still, you know, on the front line. 
being able to reward, recognize, and lift your team members up right now is just beyond critical. We have to find a way to give grace and thanks on the daily and sometimes in every moment in order to continue to go and to continue to rise. And so this, um, this is an opportunity that Dan has given us that you can do it in a very unique way. And what a surprise it would be to have, uh, instead of a virtual happy hour that you're bringing Dan on, for example, to really be able to showcase and give praise to your team in a very unique way and definitely rememberable way. So um, I encourage you to do that. You know I don't get on my show and um, encourage uh, other people and platforms, but this is, this is one that I have to do and I have to encourage. It's just a unique opportunity. And all of you who have reached out to me with other ways to give thanks and recognize, well, here's one that just got served up to you today. So uh, Daniel, we definitely thank you for being on here today. I'll give your tips and tricks and resources um, for people who wanna know more about you. So remember in closing, my name is Shelly Smith, Shelly Smith, a proud owner of Premier Rapport, where everything is workplace culture related. Culture isn't built in a day, culture is built every single day. It begins with each and every one of us because remember when there's more than two, then a new culture is forming. What do you want the culture around you to be inside of your building, your team, your organization? That's it for today. Have a great one. Dan, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you for joining me and another guest for the Culture Hour. If you want to go back to past episodes, make sure you follow the podcast on any of your favorite apps and devices. If you're looking for a daily dose, a little short snippet, then all you need to do is hop over to the other podcast called Your Morning Commute. Thank you again for tuning in. If you're looking for questions, other speakers, more topics, by all means, reach out. Shelly at PremierReport.com. Remember, culture isn't built in a day. Culture is built every day. Are you spending your money and your time and energy on repairs? Are you spending your time and your energy defining and maintaining? Be safe out there.